is a Bramble Jam podcast. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Wind Calls the Heart. Hey, it's Panda, and I like Wind Calls the Heart. Oh, it's Dan, and I despise me some Wind Calls the Heart, y'all. And, and this, this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. podcast. Valley. Thursday, everybody. Another episode of Deck the Hallmark and another time for us to go to Hope Valley and talk about Wingles Arch. Season 2, Episode 2 is where we're at today, everybody. Oh, boy. Man, it's exciting. It is exciting. You can feel it in the air. A little bit of a, a, a buzz. last week, it's going to be a big bounce back episode. No way around it. After last week, this episode felt like a, 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 just, a, a, a just a breeze. Almost half the length. Oh, you might say it that you way. Might you say might say that. say it that way. Yeah. Guys, um, it's, it's Thursday. And I, how do I say this? I think it's so important for us to take time each week and say what we're thankful for. Because we're what? one week closer to Thanksgiving, which is also on Thursday. So I always take time on Thursdays. We have so many dumb segments in the Wind Calls the Heart podcast. We got pocket watch, and we got smolder rating, and we got hopes and valleys. You want to throw in a what we're thankful for bit? Just today, I haven't had time to do you it. You said every week. No, no. I do it every week. But well, I, you don't I, want to do it every week on the show. No, I usually do it in the mornings, and I didn't get to it this You morning. didn't have your quiet time this morning. I didn't have my quiet time this morning. Wow, that's on you, buddy. <laughs> it is on me, but I thought sure. I'd bring it here. No, I'm glad you did. I have some things. You have some things yeah. that you want to say you're thankful yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, Peter, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for uh, beard scrub. Makes the makes the beard nice and tender. What beard scrub do you use? Uh, I don't know the brand. It's in the yellow bottle. My wife bought it for so me. So we're talking Please about something. Wing Calls the Hard Season. I realized this was a bad idea. I'm sorry. This, this is on me, everybody. It Let's smells go. really good, if you were wondering. I just thought, it smells I, like the Curve Cologne back in the day. Boy, that, I, that and really good are not synonymous. <laughs> I would beg to differ. Curve uh, from nine. The, I, I remember dude, a yellow you, bottle. I remember curve. Oh my gosh, that stuff is. Clutch. You were correct me if I'm wrong. You were a curve boy. A big curve boy. You uh, you got like uh, selected to be on the uh, commercial, the radio commercials, yeah, but the commercials on the list. Yeah, they said, uh, <laughs> "What's the curve?" And I said, "It's great." Got the clip. Exotic. Yeah. Essential. Oh, yeah. Old AF. That's me. Curve. Curve. I love my curve. (laughs) He loves his curve. He loves his curve. That aired well. That was you as a kid? Yeah, it was. Unbelievable. Yeah, thanks. How old? Uh, When I could finally afford it, I was about 19. So it wasn't like pure kid. (laughs) You bought a bottle of Curve, like full bo- full size bottle of Curve. Yeah, I wouldn't lie about that. <laughs> what age is uh, you should? What age is pure kid? Uh, like I mean, like twelve through like seventeen, pure kid. All right, when he goes to heart. Uh, Curve was the new Hugo Boss cologne. I don't know what a Hugo Boss is. Oh man, but that it sounds cologne. like I'd like that too. No, it was like the Axe Body Spray before Axe Body Spray. Rick. Rick was the radio commercial boy for that. I was, in fact. (laughs) Singlet. (laughs) Big stash. (laughs) All you can handle. Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss. 
I don't know if Rig saying any of those words is okay. We His, got rated TV no, 14 for that. that I, is, you know, he has that Gene Shallot mustache, which you can see he's twirling it a lot of times. Just weird. It's like a full snidely whiplash bit. But he showed me some pictures from the early 90s. His stash was out of control. You couldn't see his nose. It was it was bonkers. Hey, guys. Yeah, Trace. You guys remember Axe Body Spray? Yeah, I do. That was me. That was you? I really? have a radio for it. All right. Uh, you got the clip? I got the clip. Boom. Middle school locker room. Summer camp cabins. Unforeseen circumstances. That is the most accurate of the three commercials. Very accurate. It's weird, mm, man. You could almost smell it as yeah, you, you could really smell could. it. You really could. Especially that last one. You know, every seventh grade kid at camp was like, I didn't take a shower. This will work. <laughs> if you lit a match uh, in that general vicinity, oh, the whole place went up in flames. Gone. Uh, that was the worst. When Calls the Heart, season two. Episode two. Riggs wearing a singlet? Is he like into wrestling? I don't understand. <laughs> it's called Heart and Soul is the name of the episode. I see what you did doop, there. Doop, doop. When calls the heart, it sucks. Doop, doop, doop. May 2nd, 2015. It sucks, it's like that. on. <laughs> Sorry. Jack gets home and Rosemary fills in on the fact that they got a new town name, Hope Valley. Hello. Um, Elizabeth is still living at her home and she's spending time with her mom as she's starting to feel better. But she's also spending time with Charles, the guy from back in the day. Uh, Bill's getting ready to leave town, but not before a big old Abigail kiss. Uh, about, are you saying Abigail's fat? No, Dan, come on. A big old Abigail <laughs> kiss. A big old Abigail you call kiss. Lori Lachlan big and fat. I would never do that. She's never coming on the show now. <laughs> you think she would if we like slipped her a 20? The kiss was we big. Chop her in. The, the kiss. Lori Lachlan. <laughs> Sorry. The kiss was big. She was not. She, she was not. great. Young. She was great. Then prime bribing time. <laughs> be nice. Be nice. There's this there's this con man uh, and his daughter that come into town and uh, they're going to con people into buying Bibles, I guess, uh, but end up being mistaken as the new town reference. The team is starting to build the the new school. And it's going great, and Jack is really throwing him on this job because he loves himself some. Elizabeth, a woman shows up claiming to be Bill's wife, and that makes Abigail real frustrated, (laughs) seeing as how she just gave him a big old kiss, remember? Uh, We then see Bill show up in what I can only describe as the set of a mafia movie. Uh, where he makes a deal with a dude and gives him a suitcase filled with what appears to be no more than $4 bills. The con man gets everybody in town to give every, to give him $2 each um, for new hymnals, a.k.a. his pockets, uh, and he raises over $200. 
He then finds out that the, all the women are widows, and he's like, boy, that's a bummer. Maybe I'll only take half of it. Um, Gowan then becomes the mayor, if you can believe it, after threatening the old mayor who owes him a bunch of money. So he's going to work on that sawmill one way or another. We then get a wedding uh, for... What's her name? New uh, Paw. Mary, Mary Dunlap. Dunlap. Mary Dunlap, Dunlap and New Paw. Dunbar. And Dunbar. Dunlap. <laughs> Shiplap. She likes... Uh, isn't Dunlap the tire? Dunlop is a, is like a tennis ball and uh, Dunlap? Just keep going. They're getting married by um, fake Pastor Frank. And while fake Pastor Frank is doing the wedding. Don Johnson. <laughs> real. The, the, the music kicks and Stone Cold Steve Austin comes walking down. And he's like, give me a cold one. And he's like, I'm the real pastor here. And so I'm going to do this wedding, even though I don't know these people at all. And they don't know me. I will pronounce you man and wife. Darn it. And so that's happening, and that's exciting. Um, and there is a dinner back in um, Hamilton with Elizabeth and Charles, and Charles does give her a spoon of uh, Cherry's Jubilee. And so things are heating up there, and that's all that happened this week on When, when Calls the Heart. Heart. Heart Heart when Calls the Heart, it sucks. Uh, we did it, everybody. We did it. Can we take a break to regroup? I think we need it. Shiplap. Shiplap. You were right. It's Dunlop. No kidding. Really? I was right? You're not always. That's true. I thought Lori Lachlan would come on the show. I was wrong. <laughs> Clearly. So what the big deal is. Price is right. I just wasn't making noise. We're back Brain here. Was doing the Price is Right song. <laughs> and then I. You wanted to do I got something? In, I, I got in and I realized midway through I didn't remember you what You got the it price on the ground price. floor. <laughs> it's the yeah, key. Ground floor. Um, I. My, You're no genius, but you could get into Southern Cal, I think, if you tried. My, bo- my, my, uh, my birthday gift <laughs> from my wife last year, January 2020 was to go to the Price is Right Live in Greenville. They were coming in on a tour. COVID. Uh, COVID hit in March, and they said, we'll push it back to July. Well, July came, they said, we'll push it back to next January. Oh, good. Birthday gift for 2021. No. Nope. Got pushed back again. It's the birthday gift that keeps on giving, and I'm not even going to be chosen for a new car. Let's be honest. Oh, I think I bet you, you will, will be chosen. think so? I, I 100% think Dude, you'll be chosen. Did you get that pro picked out nice? Oh, you'll, be in, you'll be in business. They will not. Wait, have they rescheduled it again? I think they have. I, 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 I can't keep track at this yeah. point. It's over a year. I mean, so. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough to stay that excited. I mean, my wife even bought me a, to show you how long it's been, she bought me a Price is White, right? <laughs> the Price is not white. And we would we want to clear I, that up right this second. I would never. The Price is Right shirt that has, uh, that has since peeled in the past year. The shirt is peeling already. Wow. So not a Why quality. Are you <laughs> because I'm excited for the Price is Right. Give me that plinko, baby! <laughs> 
Yodelay, yodelay, yodelay. Here's the problem. Bran will be chosen, but he's so bad at the game, he'll never get on stage. <laughs> one dollar. One dollar. One dollar. I'd say one dollar for everything, That's even right. after I've won. Yeah. Even when you're not the last person. That's right. The one guy dollar. next to you's like, two, two dollars. <laughs> this guy. Jokes on, <laughs> jokes on him. It's a pencil. Drew Carey's like, one ninety nine. Come on down, Brandon. <laughs> Um, well, we are here to talk about Heart and Soul, the episode of One Calls the Hearts from season two, episode two. And we have four segments to do it. The first being the, uh, the hot take where we share exactly how we felt about this episode of television. I'm going to start with my good friend Panda right here. Panda, how'd you feel about Heart and Soul? No, no. <laughs> Just, guys, here's the problem. Here's the biggest problem. Anytime they're not in Hope Valley, this show drags on whenever they are are following elizabeth i am worried that it's a long time like season two storyline of her being gone. this is yes. agonizing marcus it's, rosner is in the whole season it's no. bad it's seven ups guys yeah. whenever whenever she is not in hope valley whenever her and jack are not together this show is awful like it's bad whenever they're in hope valley it is a much it feels much more like season one uh, and it has a, a, it's more interesting to me. So the pastor bit, the con artist, like it's a little like okay, like it's not it, it's not as dire. Like the circumstances in season one were much heavier. I mean, they were yeah. way weightier issues. So far in season two, none of that has happened. Worse, you don't have Elizabeth and Jack together, and I can't like. It is just a slog to watch her in New York. It is just painful to watch. So no, uh, this episode. She's not in not New York. She's in Hamilton. Where's still Hamilton? in the Pacific Northwest? She's not. She didn't go across the country. I thought she was in New York. I don't know. No, no. It's just a, a big. Why was he doing a New York accent? Then? I have no earthly idea. Wasn't he in like New York? I could have sworn no. that's where he was at. Okay, no. Man, that would have been quite the journey. Yeah, over well, the carriage. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they did back then. I, like, I was like, that's dangerous. I, all this time I've been thinking they'd be going to New York, and Full I was like, Oregon boy, that trail is. there to get home. That's well, crazy, I, I mean, it's bold. I thought, that, boy, they're just going back and it's forth. Like months. Like <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was concerned. I was like, they're just making this trip like it's not. I mean, that does answer a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Yeah, like, yeah, they are taking this journey. Yeah. I mean, they did change the name. Jack probably thought he was gone for months. <laughs> Change the name. It's just, guys, it's just, man, it is really tough to watch season two so far. And a whole court, ha like a whole, like just yeah, a trial. A trial. That's, That's the, the word. court process happens. <laughs> court procedures. Are I was you going to say the, the court process later today? <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to be good. Um, I agree with what you are saying. I thought that Hamilton was once again a snooze town. Uh, <laughs> but. Hope Valley for me this week was popping. Mm -hmm. I liked the con man storyline, although it didn't matter. I liked the new pastor walking in from a different world <laughs> altogether. Thought he was wonderful. He was from season one of When Calls the Heart. And yeah, I, no what, what, what? He was from, like, oh, yes, that, yes, yes. that yeah. idea, that character. Yeah. I liked, we've got, we've got, um, once again, I am invested in this Bill storyline. They fight. Bill and Abigail kiss. He leaves his what he what she's saying is his wife comes in, even though yeah. he says his wife is dead. So that's I'm in wow. on that storyline. So there's there's a uh, there's stuff happening that I'm excited about, but I do have to peer at it through the weeds of Hamilton, <laughs> and so that sometimes yep. gets challenging um, because those scenes feel like they're taking a long time. 
Like, she was eating I, cherries, guys. Yeah, like, I was, was watching brutal. this. I did brutal. feel like that spoon of cherries jubilee was on screen for 10 minutes. <laughs> and it wasn't, but it's just how I felt. And so, but everything that was happening in Hope Valley was compelling to yes. Bran. And I'm and it set up a couple of things that I'm very intrigued by. And I'm excited to see Bill continue in this mafia film. Damn. Yeah, the, Bill is in Road to Perdition. Like yeah. He took a break and just went over to film Road to Perdition. I disagree with you guys completely. Uh, we are in a parallel universe where wind calls the heart is somehow worse in that universe than in our current universe. <laughs> I This show is absolutely terrible. It's an unmitigated disaster. In Hamilton, it speaks for itself. It is, it is just a snooze fest of epic proportions. But when we go to Hope Valley, they've exchanged everything that made Hope Valley interesting. Like, Hope Valley's no longer a working-class town. All of these people have seemingly enough wealth to get a whole new wardrobe. They've exchanged kind of this miner's town for a much more dapper town. Yes. And they're just doing random things. There's no anchor of Jack and Elizabeth there to help that work at all. None of it works. The only reason this was better than last week's is because it was half the length of last week's. In all honesty, there was some stuff in last week's that was as good as this, it just went on for, for it's still happening. It's still going on. So for, for it was 42 minutes. That was our big win. This is terrible television. Like it's the last season, by the end of the season, I could comfortably say this is not for me, but I understand this season. I do not understand. I do not comprehend how people could watch this. The IMDB user rating on this episode is 8.9. How, what are you watching? Is it just because they caught the Bible selling guy? Like, what are you watching that made you give this a 10? I, I don't understand it. It's terrible. This is, this is a, uh, you know, life standstill. It, it just is, it's, it's bad. It's really, really bad. I, 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 the Hope Valley stuff is the only thing that saves us for me right now it's it's the only thing you've got to get you have got to bring elizabeth and the, Jack but back. you do got to agree though i'm i'm not talking to you anymore <laughs> you do got to agree that the stuff that's happening in this episode in hope valley you said it, that, no i like the trial better than this garbage the trial in hope valley which was your favorite scenes of the show which was this season but you said the stuff happening. What you didn't let me finish my sentence. The stuff that's happening in Hope Valley in this episode is better than most of the stuff that happened in Hope Valley last season. No, 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 incorrect. Mm -hmm. well, Andrew but, Walker I mean, think about what we up. had last. You yeah. had you had, you had somebody held it hostage. Held hostage. That's just a, that's wrong. You're yeah. wrong. I'm not saying I can be convinced. You had, you had the minor wives like getting their houses like evicted from their homes. Church you, burned down well. Church or, or, I mean, Andrew last Walker. season yeah, no. was exponential. Yeah, no, you guys are right. You guys are right. You yeah. guys are right. Okay. You guys are right. The the stuff in you guys are right. The stuff in Hamilton is awful. The stuff in Hope Valley is so inconsequential and lazy. Like. Well, it doesn't make any sense. The only, the Why only, do they have to get married the next day? Why is Gowan in town? How can nobody tell this guy doesn't know what the Bible is? Like, it's just people are all dumb and dapper. They used to be like good working class people, and now they're dumb but look better. Dude, I saw dumb and dapper. Dumb and dapper was phenomenal. It was a, it was, they, are, they, they don't have a long no, discography, no. but at their, peak, at their peak, nobody did it better than dumb no. and dapper. There's a 20-minute set that they yeah. are able to put on yeah, yeah, yeah. that rivals any hour-long set from Mary Mary. That's accurate. And Mary Mary, I saw him play Shackles for an hour straight. <laughs> It's unbelievable. And the only and thing I've ever seen better than that is the 20-minute set of Dumb and Dapper. Yes. 
I don't have anything to add. You're right. Both Take of you. shackles off my feet so I can, I can dance. dance. I, I just, just want to praise you. you. I just want to praise, praise you. you. We could do this all day. I understand. <laughs> you could do it for over an hour. Yeah. Because they, it just keeps going. It stopped doing the horses after off my mind. Yeah. Just can't to find reason to believe all the feels time. Uh, it is the part of all the feels. Thank you, Mary Mary. Um, where we share how we... It's you know, the, the part feeling. of all the feels. It's where we feel fate. <laughs> there we go. The only part to me that is remotely... I got stuck in the shackles, guys. I don't know what you want from me. It's hard to, it's hard to get out. Feet all the feels. It's stuck, stuck in the shackles. Panda. Uh, Come on, panda. <laughs> Uh, the pastor who's not really a pastor, uh, the bit where he's trying to act like he knows what to do and he does a little bow at the end of his prayer. That's kind of a funny bit. That's all I got for this week. Like, I mean, there's not really, I like the new, well, I'll get to the new pastor, but uh, that's the, that's the best bit. You mean Don Johnson, Nash Bridges, just kicking the door down. It was awesome. It was awesome. He did feel like he came from season one. I love, I, dude. I can, well, what if that's he's a hope and valley? I will say yeah. that for the yeah, hope yeah. and valley. Yeah, Bill and Abigail kissing. We're work for Brain, and oh, yeah. um, I think you know. I think they are doing a good job of teasing that. Re- like, I'm intrigued by what's going to happen with them and with Bill and what Bill's deal is. Like, because there's not a. I, I'm just intrigued by in what world do you say your wife is dead and then a woman shows up claiming to be your wife where your wife ends up not actually being dead. And you're okay, and you come out looking yeah, either either his wife really is dead and who's this woman? Or he's a liar, and yeah. either way, it's good for Brad's television viewing experience. So I'm intrigued by what's gonna happen. I would bet my house that the reveal and the reasoning behind it is going to be a huge disappointment <laughs> like a massive no one loses disappointment <laughs> he's right she's wrong somehow maybe maybe not i mean gallon's been pretty bad bill avery's he's- not bad he's a, a, a crucial part of the show when he's not doing gangster deals with uh <laughs> paul newman and tom hanks yeah yeah right uh yeah uh i didn't really have any feels per se uh in this i Everything that could have worked, like, you know, sinks under a mountain of just bad TV. And I, the kiss could have been great, but then the, the scenes after that just kind of are like, what's happening right now? Like, and not in a fun mystery way, just in a like, this is stupid way. Yeah. So, nothing. Sorry. Let's take a quick break, a quick snooze, or a quick five. Quick five. Uh, you, quick the, five, Hamilton, guys. It gives Everybody, you enough time. Your to- bag lunch is under your seat. Open that up. Trace prepared those. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick five here. We've got a Christian comedian uh, during lunchtime today. Uh, ben it's Stein, Mark Lowry's here. cousin's roommate. We'll be back here on Take the Hallmark. My face in this world. It's also a Mark Lowry impersonator, yes. which is the weird. His cousin. has a specific connection. It's his cousin, cousin's roommate. Cousin's roommate. <laughs> Does an impression of Mark Lowe. That's right. We, it's, we got point. Yeah. It's unreal. Good. Yeah. Man, that's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, that is only good for, for those of you out there that don't know who Mark Lowry is. You're probably the better for it, but also you're, you're the probably not going to listening. Audience. You're probably not going to like our pod. You know. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, let's get to the wait what's. It's the part of the show we talk about what in this episode of a Deck of uh, Deck the Hallmark gave us wait what. Here in this podcast, we call Deck the Hallmark. What in this episode so far has made you go wait in the what? the room called the studio. <laughs> uh, uh. In the seats called the chairs. That's good. Uh, I'll give my answer into the microphone. Uh, <laughs> into this thing we call the microphone. microphone yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one. Our... Uh, my only way, what honestly is, are they honestly going to let these people go? Honestly. Honestly, who are trying to con people? Yeah. And do they believe that apology? Because it's clear they're going to go out and con some more people. That girl was like, we will be better and more contrite. I don't know if that's bad acting or if she's genuinely like just conning the people and you're going to like throw them in, I don't know, do something. Like but the kid. You can't throw the kid's con artist parent in jail. Bonkers. Lori taught me that in the episode. No, in the episode, she says, you can't throw this child's con artist parent in jail. She says it in the episode. She does say that. There is some irony there, Uh, but I won't. I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole. I made my Photoshop joke earlier. I'm out. Bowing out early. I didn't hear the Photoshop joke. I know. It, it was, came I, under the I, whispered, radar. I whispered it in under the radar. Yeah. Sprinkled That's it I in there. I, spr- um, I have a couple guys, if you don't mind. Go. Uh, what, what is the Bible con going to be? Because I don't know. They, he explains it. He does explain yes. it? He, what is he it? He brings five or six Bibles into town. He says he's going to here to sell Bibles. They're brand new, blah, blah, blah. He takes the money, takes the orders. They leave town. They never send the Bibles. Yeah. Why do they need five or six Bibles to do that? To show what they look like. That's why I was confused because I yeah. saw the briefcase of Bibles and it's like, well, you got them. So what is it? Gives away a few and then he's like, I run out. And then he just takes the money and he sends them. Yes. But he doesn't send them. Yeah. Great. Um, I, I have uh, one about like, <sighs> there's a lot going on in Hamilton. Did we... Do we know what, and this, again, this was a very long episode last week, but do we know what happened to her mom? Yeah, that's my biggest weight. What? Blood which is, pressure, something about I don't know. How sick and, is she? So my biggest weight, what is somehow they want us to believe that she, her mom is still in the weeds health wise. Last episode ended with her at a party, like at the party, mingling around with people at a party, dressed up. Her mom is fine. And basically they say, she had heart issues. They gave her the blood pressure medicine. It made her worse. And they gave her medicine. It made her blood pressure drop. We took her off the meds. She's good to go. It's so odd to me that they chose to do this with the second season where we finally get um, Elizabeth and Jack to kiss. And we introduced last season to uh to uh to what's her name the jack's uh, fiance old fiance yeah pascal and that whole thing happened rosemary i believe rosemary that's right and now we just get we just we're getting that but with charles who is i couldn't be less interested in that character the most boring character and so it's just tough to get so excited about them finally kissing i just feel like the character of jack has changed almost entirely like He's not nearly smoldery at all. He just is smiley and like... I will say so far, Jack seems like a shell of himself. Yes. Like it seems like... He seems um, like a caricature. It, just it like seems like, and just like Elizabeth cha- Elizabeth's choosing to stay in Hamilton for the health of her mom has made him very insecure and with no confidence. Well, and he's doing nothing. He's doing no mounting. He's doing some building and he's throwing those bad boys in, uh, out into oh, the... Oh. He's like, get out of here. I'm a mountie. What accent are you doing? Get out here. Ah, Get out here. Ah, 
Yeah. Ah. And I know that we're going to get hopefully to it, but uh, what's, what's my boy Bill doing? Um, why, why get, why give all that money and such a big sack? That big bag is just absurd. Why get like, that's a waste that of a large sack. Millions of dollars. Yes. And he gives them maybe a thousand dollars and that is being kind. It's probably more like eight bucks. Like we I see for once, he drops it and it's just like, boom, like, and then he pick up this pack and they're all ones. Like what in the, just here's just get your wallet out, hand him the money, maybe a little envelope. Full leather brown bowling bag, just like. Let me ask you a question. Would you do that though, like to feel really cool if you were making a legal transaction? I have no idea. I mean, may, I don't. I don't know. I, I just the, the scene didn't make it. I, I would throw down a big briefcase. Yeah. The eighties made me want to get a briefcase. Yeah, yeah. It was just an interesting. It was a. It was an interesting size bag for what appeared to be the amount of money inside. Yes, mm-hmm. that's all. <laughs> it was Damn. an empty bag. Those are uh, the mom and the bag were my two biggest ones. But uh, Gavin in this episode, which once again, just threatening to kill people. I, I don't understand. Gowan. Gavin. Gavin. Don't you talk about my son. Gavin. Don't you talk about my son. He's coming. Don't worry. Uh, that old codger. Yeah. Uh, Gowan uh, says this line. He says, no one has ever been able to implicate me in anything. <laughs> well, just come on, come on, man. Nothing, nothing ever. No one's ever implicated you to do anything ever. Um, but also Gowan is now mayor. How? There wasn't an election. He goes to the current mayor and says, you owe me a lot of money. And then says, it'd be a shame if something happened to your health. Wink, wink. I'm going to kill you. Next thing you know, abracadabra, mayor Gowan. How? Maybe they didn't vote back then. Maybe there wasn't an election in Hope Valley. Yeah, Get like out he just appointed, and then he's like, "Hey, I'm stepping down. This guy's taking over." And no one blinked an eye at that. No one was like, "Hey, n- no." I I have one more. Okay, who who appoint because who appointed this pastor? She, there was a she was in charge of the pastor search committee, and she says that the guy was supposed to be there weeks ago, but yep. was delayed. Right, so it was her. So how did this search committee happen without them knowing what he looks like? That's right. He sent an audio correspondence. Tape on There's no tapes yet. Uh, correspondence, I think. Just letters. I guess. And then maybe references prove, that he could have made up. Prove yourself a man of the cloth with your words on mm, paper. Yeah. It's tough to do interviews. It's tough. I've read all the Tom Rainer books. It's a good one. That's a good one. You nailed it, man. That's a really good deep. Let's print that. Uh, <laughs> just call me. Just call me Whitaker. Maybe this is just uh, Wits End. Do yeah, Wits End, baby. Uh, do you have Wits End? Uh, open? Love some Adventures in Odyssey. Mm, who doesn't? So good. Hatch I I used to uh, listen to Adventures in Odyssey cassettes. Oh yeah. Um, the Christmas episodes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, underneath uh, my bed, I'd make a little fort. Remember the one where the angel comes down? What is it? What is the name of that episode? I know what you're talking about. I don't remember that episode. How about Eugene? Church play Eugene, one of a kind. Oh, my gosh. The last one I had is Sir Lionel. They call him Sir Lionel in Hamilton. Is he a knight? (laughs) He's British, and they call him Sir Lionel. Is he a knight? Is there a a knighted, like, from England, that's just there marrying one of Elizabeth's sisters? I'd love to know the answer to that. They, they mentioned that last season. They did. 
he they did not last season, last episode. They did what? mention uh, that there was a British royalty who had an estate. He's a knight. He is a knight. Okay, yes, good to uh, know. That, yes, I Covered. remember. I don't remember how I know that. That just seeped into my subconscious. I don't know how I know it. Conscious, subconscious. I know it, but I, didn't but I don't know, know it. it. Yeah. Do you think there's an Adventures and Odyssey podcast out there? Probably has oh, to be, right? yeah, for sure. But that's like audio on audio, right? That's weird. <laughs> no, we're we're going to do it. Yeah. That or Salty, the psalm book. Salty, the psalm book. Um, it's time for Hopes and Valleys. It's part of the show we talk about. One in this episode is giving us hope for the future and or something that's bumming us out uh, for things to come. Panda. First of all, Hope, new pastor. Yeah. He's a riot, first of all. Yeah, love awesome. him. Tough guy. Rad. I loved it. I loved, I loved his character. The few minutes he's on screen... He's great. Where he just I, shows up and he marries a, a couple. He it's wild. Yeah. I love it, man. I think that is more of what we need in this show. It's spice it up. But that's, that's what would happen in season one. Somebody would show up and they'd like fit the town's kind of, you know, aura and they would do their thing and you'd be like, I'm pumped. Another person we need more Cole of it. Valley. I, that gives me hope that season two is not going to be a total wash. Yeah. Uh, the, the downer on all this is the fact that there's no end in sight of being in Hamilton. There's none. We are going to be there for years to come and there's not it's not getting more interesting nope the, it it's just awful it you hurts they're me to trying watch to capitalize this. on like downton abbey yeah that's the only thing i can figure but it's it's so bad mm. cherry cherry what is it cherry sunrise jubilee cherry's jubilee cherry sunrise i don't know that don't want that man it's not good it's no? not it's not good no <sighs> That's too bad. No it's, major melon. No, it's no. No, major it's melon. no major melon. What is the? Um, it's a thimble. <laughs> when we get the melon, we put the thimble on it. Um, I have a hope, which is um, that oh, that Rosemary uh, and uh, and Lee, there is. There was a lot of of thing of questionable things said in this episode about uh, paying for things. Um, I and you know they both seem very into each other and I'm hopeful for them and the future. My valley though is how trusting this town is of pastors that walk in off the street. They have not very. learned they have not learned their lesson from the con man standing in front of them. The guy walks in and says I'm the real pastor and they're like oh, okay this makes they, sense. Surely surely it can't have it again, right? Surely not a second time, but that's the risk you take when all, when it's all uh, paper correspondence. Saw the book. Dan? Uh, no. I, I mean, I, I value as we're in Hamilton still. Season two is somehow worse than season one. Um, and I don't, I don't see an end in sight either. That was mine. I don't see one. I'm very worried. We're stuck concerned. here forever. Um, is I, Hamilton purgatory? It could be. You think be. this is like a lost bit? You never know. Could be. Don't want to give lost away. <laughs> And, you know, now that Sawyer's in wind calls the heart anyway. Um, I, uh, I also will say, uh, just to just to give you my two cents, pocket watch, not here, not and here. smolder zero. Wow. There you go. It's smolder a double zero. zero. Double zero somehow. I, I don't know how you give it higher it, than yeah, that. Yeah, no pockets. And I do agree. Pockets, uh, smolder's very low in this episode. Even when he's mounting, There's a it's pulse so, there, it's but it's, 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 it's soft. It's soft. Yeah. Uh, uh, 1.3. 1. Yeah, 3. one. Yeah, it's just just because he's alive. There's some yeah. older, but I mean, it's just not a lot. It's not, an ember. He's just, just a shell of himself. It just needs to he's be a shell into a flame. And you it's hate to see that. Jack. You hate to see uh, the confidence of a Mountie uh, uh, leave his body. Level. You know, 
just over there building. It's tough to watch. It's tough, tough to, to watch, watch. Yeah. for sure. It's time for the uh, the uh, what's calling my heart of the week. It's part of the show where we read an email from somebody who's letting us know what is calling their heart, what's bringing them some joy right now. Uh, so far, it has been basically a promotion for us, and, and that is not the not, goal. We're not upset about it. No, but it's not the goal. Please, someone write something else. Dan, what Hello, do we have today? Uh, this is from Happy Thorpe. That's right. Her name's Happy. Love Happy Thorpe. Brand Pan and Dan, it seems like pretty much everyone who writes in for your What's Calling My Heart segment says that it's your podcast. In many ways, I have to concur. My love for Hallmark movies may rival or possibly surpass brands. So when a friend recommended your podcast to me a few months ago, I checked it out, and I've been a fan ever since. Your commentary has brought me a, a lot of joy during what has otherwise been a very difficult season. One of the things that's been calling my heart is Hallmark movies. Oh. And yes, I'm also a hashtag hardy, but when life is as hard as it's been over the past few months, and I know this is true for not just me, the whole world has been going through a collective trauma in so many different ways. There has been something about watching fictional scenarios in which things go wrong and then get solved in 90 minutes or less that has given me hope. Lately, I've been making a point of watching Hallmark movies that I've never seen before. Tonight, I watched Fairfield Road for the first time, and I kid you not, throughout the entire movie, I could just hear Dan's voice in my head, imagining what his what the Hallmarks would be, and it made me laugh. Because he's usually right, and imagining his take and how Brandon Panda would respond just made the experience so much better. So what's calling my heart right now? Well... Someday getting to review a movie with you guys would be amazing. Wow. But also, I'd give a whole lot to hear you loop back and interview Thomas Boudouin and Jen Lilly about the spirit of Christmas. I had no idea until I heard your review that I am part of a cult following, LOL. But I'm here for that. Thanks so much for all you do to bring a little more joy and Christmas spirit to us year-round. Grace and peace and all the best. Happy Thank you, Happy. I mean, Spirit man, of Christmas so is great. Sorry it's about wild. having my voice in your head, though. That's, yeah, that's a, tough. That's What's tough the Spirit of Christmas about? It's, uh, oh, oh it is bonkers. You missed out. It's it's lifetime bonkers. flick. Jen Lilly uh, goes into a, a house. There's a ghost there yeah. that, that she, she falls, falls in love, love with. with. Boy. Yeah. yeah. It's special. I hate that I missed that. It's yeah. better than, uh, it, just in, just thinking about it again it's better than most everything hallmark puts out just because of how bonkers it is it's nuts so it's wild times it's wild times mm. and apparently lifetime and hallmark got in a bidding war over it so yes. it could have been a hallmark could have been a hallmark movie. but they will and hallmark up, yes. right? hallmark has played it on their uh on their channel since because we so thought they got it was the we originally were going to do it on this show they how, got how can they do that if there's a bit what so they got the uh, sorry bidding war for the premiere of it after I think a year it goes like into licensing, and then you yeah. get a, then you get a licensing on the uh, like a Marvis. I'm I'm surprised that they would. Is it? I'm surprised they would have had that. On it was very show. beloved. Wow. Yes. That's great. Uh, we enough. did it, everybody. Yay. We are going to, uh, from what I gather, be back tomorrow again with uh, engaging Father Christmas. Mm -hmm. good, the name good. gives nothing away. Mm. Uh, we'll be it, and we'll do it. And we'll see you then. Until then, maybe the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live. And yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray. Set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to BrambleJamPlus.com.